morning and welcome to the Digital Marketing Show with Dave Parkhurst and brought to you by Greenhaven Interactive. Greenhaven and Dave are committed to helping you apply the most effective digital marketing for your business. If you want to avoid the gimmicks and the fads and reach a higher level of sales, profit, and customer satisfaction, then you've come to the right place. Dave has been successfully helping clients succeed with digital marketing since 1994. With website design, Google and Bing search engine optimization, social media, digital advertising, and much more. Now, here's your host of the Digital Marketing Show, Dave Parkhurst, along with his co-host, Lee Ryan. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show. I'm Lee Ryan and you and I together are going to learn about the internet, websites, and how to use digital marketing. Good morning, Dave. Well, hi, Lee. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Well, before we dive into some new topics, let's talk about last week. Let's do kind of a recap of the key points about last week. Fantastic. Well, for our uh, avid listening audience, we were talking about uh, video marketing last week and how to incorporate video, why you should incorporate video, and how to do it on your websites and on, frankly, any kind of uh, uh, internet platform you're using. So the first thing is that the first sort of pro tip from that episode mm -hmm. is that I really want to see every business owner have a short video, 30 seconds uh, or even less, uh, of themselves to introduce themselves in their business to the people that visit their website. Why is that? Because people ultimately do business with people, mm -hmm. not with computers. And so being able to look the business owner in the eye is going to help develop trust between the business owner and the person that's uh, visiting their website. And the other kinds of videos that are really wonderful to use and actually have a, a big impact on both the search engine optimization, the search engine ranking for uh, for different businesses, and also just the impact that they have when people are watching them are what we call explainer videos. An explainer video, by the name, explains something. So it might be a topic that the, that the um, business wants to have explained, a service that they do, or also testimonial videos. Those testimonial videos are really wonderful for having, and again, a person looking at somebody who's using that business business and getting the feedback directly from them that this is somebody they should be doing business with. And I think people need to be aware that there's a lot of competition out there. It's not like you're the only person who does that particular service or, exactly. or sells that particular product. And so you're not just in competition with the quality of your product, but who you are. Now, some folks are a little bashful about being on camera. <laughs> yes, they are. And uh, so uh, what, do you, what do you have to say to those folks who just don't want to get in front of the camera? Well, you know, it's funny, Lee, because I never argue with my clients. The customer is always right except when they don't want to do a front page video of themselves. Uh, no, I, what I will do is I will, I will explain that the benefit of, of actually doing that video is it, it outweighs any nervousness they might have. Usually when people say that, well, can I hire a model? Can I hire an actor mm -hmm. to do this intro video? And I say, look, the, the bottom line is when you meet somebody and you explain your business to them, you know your business better than anybody else does. And therefore, building trust between you and that person that might do business with you is just critical. So it's got to be authentic. People want to do business with people that they meet that are authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't care if you look the best in the world. I don't care if you're a great orator and you can you know, write wonderful speeches or whatever. I just want the authentic business owner on the front page of their video, on the front page of their, their website mm -hmm. with a video to build trust. And that's really all it's about. So people can get over there, you know, well, I don't look good. I'm not Brad Pitt. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Well, and the truth is people connect better with somebody who isn't perfect because exactly. if someone's too perfect, they're going to be uncomfortable with them. But, you know, we love to see people make mistakes, not not just to see them, you know, fall on their face. Right. But it's like, hey, that's me. It's they're, real. They're real. It's yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. People want to do business with real people. So, so what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to dive into the wild and woolly world of social media, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a fun place, sometimes a little bit scary. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to talk about how to use social media to benefit your business, to build your brand, to increase the number of people that follow you, and ultimately uh, transact business with you. Well, well, even talking about social media, there's social issues going on and, and uh, you know, how volatile, uh, volatile, volatile Good things. Word. Yeah, really. I just came up with another one. Things have become, and yeah. uh, you can uh, you have the potential in a very short period of time to create some real close friends and some some vicious enemies. Well, it's true, and that's one of the reasons that I advise our clients, even if you're commenting on the current social issues, uh, to make sure that your business presence on social media is just a business presence on social media. Mm-hmm. It's I certainly don't object to anybody. I mean, I comment on social issues myself or political issues. And, and especially in an election year, there's going to be a lot of debate and back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, and some of these social media platforms can turn into a dumpster fire periodically with uh, one, one of these. <laughs> a mattress this, fire? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it can get bad sometimes. Yeah. But it's still a, it's a wonderful place to go to actually also discuss the benefits that you bring to your community, the benefits that your products and services bring. So you just want to kind of keep that separate from some of your social commentary. Well, are people more connected? are personally in other words like i'm thinking about doing business with you so are people likely to go check out dave parkhurst just to see what he has to say about things as a person before they do business with you in in some cases they will i mean it depends also on how uh politically active somebody is whether they're gonna you know want to go and say well i only want to do business with people that have my political beliefs uh, belief Mm -hmm. set or or the things that i believe are the appropriate uh activist issues these days so some people will Mm -hmm. but ultimately I think for most people that are looking either at social media or the web or anything, they just want to get something done. They just want to find out some information. They just want to find who they can trust to help them with their problem or help them achieve some benefit in their life. And that's where the the social media platform, along with websites and everything else that we talk about on the show, uh, comes into play. So how much should uh, social media, uh, how much a part of social media should be the digital marketing and all that well, it's it's all interconnected. So one of the things that I I think is is critical is understanding the place of social media, understanding the place of your website, understanding the place of search engines. So I think the most important thing is understanding how these things are best used in concert with one another. Mm-hmm. So as I when I do a, a in person seminar, one of the graphics that I put up is a graphic of the website at the center of a circle, and then on the on the outside of the website are a number of things that point to it such as social media. So one of the ways that I want to use social media for my clients is I want the the social media to get people interested in what my clients have to do. So ultimately they go back to their website and they check out what the client actually does. So part of this part of this process here essentially is understanding that with your website you control everything that's on there. It's it's totally yours. With social media, the social media companies control mm. what they allow you to post and and the way it looks and all 
all of that. Mm-hmm. Now, that is their right. It's their businesses. That's fine. But so I want to have one place where I ultimately drive everybody to where I control all the messaging. I control the look and the feel and all of that. And social media, therefore, is a wonderful tool to drive people to your primary marketing messages, your primary videos, all of the different things that you do that influence people to do business with you. What about branding? And uh, there's something called transactional messages to increase web traffic. That is, uh, I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> well, of course, that's why you're you, here, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> you've come to the right place, then, Lee. So, social media can can uh, have several different beneficial functions to us. One of the ways that social media is used, especially by some of the larger companies, is just to reinforce the brand. You know, uh, whether it's the brand message of McDonald's, uh, I don't remember what it is today, but it used to be, I'm loving it. You know, well, what does that have to do with hamburgers? I mean, come on. <laughs> or Nike, just do it. Well, yeah. it's it's reinforcing a branding message for those companies or putting up people that are being successful uh, doing something that their product does. So those are, mm-hmm. are more branding messages. And so social media is very useful for reinforcing your brand. Social media is also very useful in a more transactional way by, for instance, saying uh, if you've got a sale going on this month, hey, we've got uh, 30% off of uh, this product for the next 30 days. Now, you want to make sure because social media is a social platform that you just don't pound on you know special offers and coupons and deals and and stuff that's 100% overtly commercial. You want to be using it as an education platform because that builds your brand. Mm-hmm. You want to be building it as a branding platform to just reinforce your brand messages. And you also want to use it to put up things like uh, product reviews or um, specials or even testimonials from your clients. You want to have it to be a, a nice, well-rounded mix of things that are flowing through it. What about borrowing? information from someone else. You know, on Facebook, there's the share Mm -hmm. where you grab something of interest and you share it on your site. You you get credit for that, don't you? Yes. And in fact, we have a term for that. It's it's used in our industry. It's called scraping. Uh, you know, it's 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 it, 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 all the posi- yeah, positive connotation of scraping. Uh, so what scraping is essentially, and what you're talking about, borrowing information, is essentially finding good articles, good information, good resources out on the internet that your clients could benefit from, posting that, sharing that on your social media feeds, and then putting some kind of comment on that. So I'll give you an example. As I've mentioned in the past, we do a lot of business with auto shops. Uh, finding something that says, hey, uh, Prius owners, uh, here's some critical tips written by maybe Car and Driver magazine or some other some other magazine on how to keep your Prius running in top condition. And then I might put on it, uh, if you need help with that, then just come see us at this uh, at our auto shop and we'll help you with that. So it's one of those things where you can have a, an opportunity to um, get some credit for information that you didn't write. Mm-hmm. But the reason you get credit is because you sorted through the vast array of information that's out there. And as a result of sorting through that, found the gems that are available to for other people to uh, benefit from. And there's nothing wrong with that either, is there? I no. mean, because you're, you're, you're admitting that I don't know everything, in fact, but I, but I know someone who does know everything, and I'm going to share that with you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you're providing a service by sorting through all the garbage mm-hmm. that's 
that's mm-hmm. out there and find it, finding trusted sources of information that you can share with other people that they will benefit from. The bottom line with social media is it's what I call a give-to-get platform. In other words, in order to get people to follow you, to like your page, to like you, to do business with you, you have to provide some value first. And that's really our, you know, that's the age that we live in. That's the mm-hmm. social age that we live in. If you want to do business with somebody, you better provide them some value before you do business, before they give you one dollar. And one of the values that you can provide and use social media to do it is finding pieces of information out there in this, you know, uh, maze of complexity that is the world mm-hmm. today and pass that information along to them. And then if they need more information about that, they can ask you. And you are also giving something that I think we should mention that you have an offer that's really valuable, uh, digital marketing audit, and that is for free. Um, So, folks, I mean, if you have a business, uh, are you getting all of the business you need? Are you getting all the traffic you need to your websites? Do you even know if you're getting all the traffic you need (laughs) to your website? And uh, you can give Dave a call at 253-906-2705. It is a free assessment. He's not going to hound you. He's not going to chase you down. It is free. It's a gift. 253-906-2705. Or you can visit digitaldave.biz digitaldave.biz and we're going to be right back after this you're listening to marketing with digital dave search engine optimization social media and digital advertising are all parts of the pathway to a successful business plan and dave parkhurst the digital wizard has the experience to make it happen Call or text Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. There's more to come right around the corner. So how's your business? In these challenging times, a lot of business owners are saying not so good. But realistically, what can you do about it? Well, plenty. Now, more than ever, your business needs an effective web presence that positions your business ahead of your competition. You need a website that turns browsers into buyers. You need to be the business that shows up prominently in Google and Bing searches. You need to have your social media working for you. Digital Dave is offering a free digital marketing audit and consultation at no charge. Analyzing your current online marketing, telling you where you are now so you'll know how you stack up against the competition and what you can do to supercharge your online marketing. You'll get a set of recommendations for how to generate more sales and online success. To receive your free digital marketing audit, visit digitaldave.biz or call or text 253-906-2705 or visit digitaldave.biz. If you'd like to ask Digital Dave a question, you can text him now at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. Or check out his website at digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz. And now, back to Marketing with Digital Dave. 
And we are back. We've been talking about social media with Dave Parkhurst, also known as Digital Dave. And one of the things that Dave was talking about is uh, basically customer service, giving people what they need and want. And you are offering a $10 Starbucks card for the first 10 people who text in with a suggestion. Because we do want to talk about what's important to you, what you want to know about, your concerns. And if we decide to use your suggestion, you're going to get a $50 Visa on top of that. One of those $50 Visa, Visa gift, gift cards, cards yeah. they can use on anything. Right. So that's pretty darn cool. Well, that's, you know, it's just what we were talking about before the break, Lee. It's a give to get world. And, and I really want to hear from people what they'd like to hear about for their businesses on our show. Uh, the, you know, the show is all about helping people to improve their digital presence, uh, realize better results in their business, gain more revenue, more profit, uh, do better customer service, all of that. And so, hey, I'm willing to pay for that. Yeah. So send us your suggestions. And the, and the, the number is 253-906-2705. Again, 10 bucks for a Starbucks card. You can get a, a coffee and maybe some other little thing on the side. And for the first 10 people who text in with the suggestion, and again, you're going to get a $50 Visa gift card if your suggestion is used. Hey, you can't beat that. Exactly. Yeah. Say, um, there are different forms of social media. Yes. Um, and uh, let's talk about the different forms, the most effective ones, maybe for a person who's in business or not, and how they sure. work for you or against you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, so first of all, um, yes, there's a number of different platforms, if you will, uh, for social media. The, the one that most people think of right offhand is Facebook. So Facebook has uh, billions of users now. I mean, uh, in terms of, of world wide penetration, there's a ton of Facebook users. Uh, so it's a place where you can uh, have some very effective um, social media posts. Now, one of the things that I tell people about using Facebook, and actually this this next tip, if you will, applies to all social media platforms, and that is whatever you're going to do, do it consistently. Uh, one of the things that is uh, when Facebook or any social media works against you, as you're mentioning earlier, mm -hmm. is if you're not posting fresh content and if you're not doing it consistently. Mm -hmm. So if you've posted, if you post once a month, you probably just you shouldn't even start using social media because that's just, you know, mm -hmm. that's like, you know, dog years times Drop 10, Drop in right? the bucket. Yeah. So what I tell people, they say, well, how often should you post? Well, it depends on who you listen to. If you listen to the great social media gurus in the, in the, in my industry, uh, they'll say, well, okay, you probably post three or four times a day. Well, that's not. What? Yeah. Okay. The, people will say that. Well, and see, most business owners are going to have the exact same <laughs> response that you had. Lee. Yeah. If your life is sitting around with a bag of chips, you might do exactly. That. <laughs> so what I tell folks is think about what you as a business owner in your busiest time can realistically commit to every single week. Mm -hmm. So if, if you can commit to once a week, great. If you can commit to twice a week, even better. If you can commit to daily, I've got some of my clients that post daily to social media. Now, I've got others of my clients that say, Dave, I can't commit to anything and I want to hire you to do it for me. Okay, we do that. There's there's mm -hmm. the shameless plug for the for this segment. <laughs> uh, so we can you know do that service for people. But whatever it is, you have to be consistent with it. You have to post fresh content because social media uh, is is a very much a a time sensitive kind of thing, mm -hmm. uh, and you have to post post content that is relevant to those people. Now sometimes people will think about social media and Facebook, and I'm going to talk about the other platforms in a moment. People will think I only need to post things about my business on social media. Mm -hmm. No. 
that's not what you want to do. What you want to think about is who your target audience is and what's interesting to your target audience and then post things that are relevant to them. Mm -hmm. So say that you're a painter or say that you're a carpenter. You don't have to post things that are just about painting and carpeting. Mm -hmm. Post home improvement tips. Mm -hmm. home, post uh, tips from uh, Handyman Magazine or other magazines or other online magazines that are beneficial to your audience in a broadly general way related to what you do. If you're an automotive shop, some of the automotive shops that we work with, we'll post things like some of the new uh, car models that are coming mm -hmm. out and how they differ. Well, it's not because they sell cars. It's because it's related to what they do. Mm -hmm. So there is a never-ending uh, amount of information that's out there that is of interest to people that follow you based on what your business type is. So keep that kind of information being posted. Now, some of that also again, depends on to your original question, the platform you're on. Mm -hmm. Facebook is very much a what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. What's the, you know, what's the current Look at thing me, look at me. Yeah, look at me. Here's my cat <laughs> pictures and all this. Yeah, but you know what? That personal stuff, for instance, if there's two business owners and they both have a nice little video or they're talking about their business and they both seem likable, but this guy over here has a dog that he loves and he's got great pictures right. of him with his dog. This is a nice man. I love dogs. He's Everybody, relatable. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I've had uh, a number of businesses these days have mascots. And mm -hmm. so they'll say, well, should I post? Yes, post your cute little dog picture sitting out in front of your shop or in your, in your waiting room and call it the welcoming committee. So post that, that personal stuff as well. But part of the other thing that you uh, really want to think through when you're, when you're thinking about the different platforms is what the primary focus of your business is. So Facebook is wonderful because it's kind of a newsy to a certain extent, yeah. uh, what's going on in my life. Now, another platform, it's actually owned by Facebook, was purchased by Facebook, is Instagram. Instagram is a more picture-oriented platform, mm -hmm. similar to Pinterest, which is a more picture or meme-oriented platform. If your business lends itself more to that visual presentation, then those are great platforms to be on. Uh, other platforms like LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a, is a completely different animal mm -hmm. in terms of social media. LinkedIn is a platform where you're typically posting like you would a network group presentation. You're posting uh, a, a business article that mm -hmm. you've written or that you found beneficial. Uh, with LinkedIn, LinkedIn has these groups that you can participate in, which are sort of like mini topical networking groups. And if you offer your expertise in those groups, you're likely to gain business from them. Whereas it's a little different mm -hmm. in that regard than Facebook or Instagram. And then there's also Twitter. So Twitter is, uh, is for most businesses, not the most beneficial platform. For some, it is. Mm -hmm. Twitter can be kind of a dumpster fire of angry people these days. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Twitter is also a great platform if you've got a, a media site, if you are, are a celebrity, if you're a sports uh, person, because it has shorter post links on Twitter, shorter amounts of characters on Twitter that you can use on other platforms. Mm -hmm. So it can be more of, a, of an instant type of, of outreach to the people that you work with. So you have to pick the platform that matches the target demographic, the target audience for your business, and then use that platform. Don't just say, I just want to be on Facebook and I don't care about anything else. Mm -hmm. Think this through first or contact somebody like us and we'll help you think it through. Now, what about Snapchat? That's something that's... Uh... Oh, yeah. Snapchat is, a, is an interesting platform because Snapchat was originally developed uh, so that there could be instantaneous messages 
messages to a social media audience that would disappear quickly before your parents found out what pictures you were sharing <laughs> with your friends. So uh, Snapchat was you know, kind of the alternative to Facebook in, in that regard. Now, Snapchat also is a platform that is gaining uh, fo- followers beyond just the uh, younger audience that used to be on it, and mm-hmm. they are trying to monetize their platform with ads, etc. So it can be a platform, again, depending on the audience that you're looking for. If you're looking for a, a, a younger audience, then Snapchat for your product might be the best place to be. Now, do these, do these different uh, platforms, we'll, we'll call them platforms, because yes. that's your word. I'm learning this stuff. <laughs> so we've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and then there's another one, a LinkedIn. LinkedIn do they all kind of talk and share information with one another? Because I've noticed that uh, I don't use, I only use Facebook. I don't sure. use these. I wouldn't even know how to use these other things right um but and sometimes i notice i disappear it's like i will have like i'll put one post and there will be a, a dozens of people like there'll be over 150 people who make comment and then all of a sudden there'll be like five people it's like what happened well you know the 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 different social media platforms do control what's on their platform, and you may or may not get. Uh, well, there's a so I tick somebody off is what you're saying. It, it can it can happen. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, they they control their platforms for their benefit in their mm-hmm. in their in their minds, and so depending on what you post, you might end up being with what's called shadow band that's a mm-hmm. uh, it usually doesn't happen for businesses it usually happens for uh, political opinions that somebody mm-hmm. feels is are unpopular so that might happen but do these share with one another does snapchat no, and twitter do they keep track of one another and share information or anything like that well they're they're competitors so mm-hmm. instagram and facebook are owned by facebook uh, uh twitter is a different platform altogether instagram or um uh, rather linkedin is a different platform altogether pinterest etc so they're competitors and they are going to compete with one another. They're not going to help bolster one another. Now, people will share, for instance, Twitter posts on Facebook, as an example. Uh, So there is some sharing that the user base will do, but these platforms are competing platforms, and they're going after the same ad dollars at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, I notice on Facebook, for instance, that you will get the option to to boost. Yes. Uh, And I'm just, you know, and of course, I'm sure you have to pay money for that. Yes. (laughs) You're going to get money out of you somehow. Yep. So let's let's talk about boosting. You and so paid advertising is a part of every platform because they don't just build this thing and give it away for free to, for, the, for the grins of it. Uh, but boosting is when you take one of your posts, uh, and you can also do just straight ads uh, mm-hmm. on these platforms. Uh, boosting is when you take one of your posts and say, I want to pay to, pe- pay to have people outside of my current friends list mm. see this post. Now, sometimes, and we're going to talk about this a little later with our friend Andrew, mm-hmm. sometimes with, these, um, with boosting, uh, you have a post that's very popular, and you want to see this post be even more popular than it already is. Well, Facebook might suggest to you, hey, let's boost this ad. Boosting is one where you can uh, select the target audience by interest. Uh, mm-hmm. by, and now, the interests are defined by Facebook. What they track is interest. You can define it by age range. You can define it by geography. And then you can define it by budget. Uh, Facebook boosting is less expensive than the uh, than the Google ads that we talked about in previous episodes, but it's really probably because when you when you boost a post, then oftentimes your your ad or your boosted post is going to show up in the middle of everybody else reading their their news feed and seeing things that they wanted to see and they didn't choose to see you, but Facebook kind of inserts you and say, "Hey, pay attention to this." So it can be a way to uh, get more viewers inexpensively. Mm-hmm. 
Now, on a, I'm just curious on on Facebook, for instance, if yes. you've been banned or they've they've uh, what do you call it shadow something? Well, there's banning because you violated the terms of service, community community terms of service, or there is also shadow banning, which is so. A does boosting practice. override that then? If you give them some money, it's like, oh well, we like you again. Well, no, no. <laughs> if 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 you actually if you get actually kicked off the platform, oh. you won't have access to your platform for whatever period of time mm-hmm. they actually ban mm-hmm. you. Wow! So they're really they're really watching stuff and and yeah. uh, hmm. Well, if they if you share something that they don't think is yeah. correct, COVID nineteen information, or um, they don't think they think it's uh, it's fake political news, then you can get kicked off. Um, I have never been kicked off, but I know people who have. Well, what about now? What about using um, the social media uh, for reviews and uh, like business fans, people who are how, how yes. about yeah? Well, so one of the things that sometimes folks neglect is if they've got a, a Facebook business page or a or a, a business account on on one of these uh, other mm-hmm. platforms. If you have uh, that, you probably have reviews attached to it. So Facebook allows you to leave one to five star reviews, and with that, then um, um, you should reach out to all the people that like you and ask them to leave a review. Yeah, and that always looks good. Yes. Well, we're going we're gonna to give a little time for you to think about what we just talked about. And we're going to come back with Andrew Ballard, who is the author of We Don't Care What You Think. And he's going to load you up with some more information. And uh, so stick around. We're going to be right back after this. You're listening to Marketing with Digital Dave. Search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising are all parts of the pathway to a successful business plan, and Dave Parkhurst, the digital wizard, has the experience to make it happen. Call or text Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. There's more to come right around the corner. You might have a good website. You might have compelling information. You might have a killer call to action that creates lifetime clients. But if no one ever sees your website, what good is it? So how do you get found? And how do you get a good spot on the first page of Google for your company? You need someone who can help you get listed for keywords that will generate new business. You need someone who can help keep your presence current through the hundreds of changes that Google makes annually. You need a search engine expert. That someone is Digital Dave. Get your free digital marketing audit to learn how to get found and generate more sales and online success. To receive your free digital marketing audit, visit digitaldave.biz. You can also call or text 253-906-2705. Again, visit digitaldave.biz to start building your roadmap to digital marketing success. Or call 253-906-2705. That's digitaldave.biz. If you'd like to ask Digital Dave a question, you can text him now at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. Or check out his website at digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz. And now, back to Marketing with Digital Dave. 
And I'm Lee Ryan, and we are back with Dave Parkhurst, who is better known as Digital Dave, and his guest, Andrew Ballard, who is the Chief Growth Strategist for Marketing Solutions, and he did not write the book, We Don't Care What You Think, I Lie, Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire. He actually wrote a book, what doesn't make it, it's the same message, Your Opinion Doesn't Matter. So. Well, that's true. Uh, the subtitle is what gives the real information, and that is, it's your customer's opinion that counts. And, and, so you, know, you really do care. Um, <laughs> to a certain extent, my wife actually came up with the title because she's been hearing me say, and I, I shared this at another uh, show we did mm -hmm. several weeks ago, but she's been hearing me say for 30 years when before I'll take on a new client, I'll say, listen, um, unless you're going to write a check right now and buy up all your own inventory, your opinion doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's your customer's opinion that counts. And so it, it just kind of stuck and, you know. It's a hard one to get to, to swallow, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and most uh, most business owners get it. Yeah. About ninety percent of them go. Well, of course, it's what my customer cares about. The ten percent that don't get it, they go, "No, it's my way or the highway." Mm -hmm. I just give them a phone number of one of my competitors. <laughs> I take care of that right away. <laughs> well, now Dave and I were talking about social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, all that stuff. You are the stats man. I'm the data guy. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, give us some data that to roll our socks up and down a bit. Okay. So, what's great about this is uh, this is based on secondary data. So, primary data, which I've talked about before, is where you go right to the customer and interview them and get information. Secondary data is out there on the internet, and you can kind of gather it. And so, I I am constantly researching this stuff. In fact, there was a report that came out on 2020 uh, social media trends and in that report and, and that well i should say that they enter or they do a survey of marketing professionals people that actually do it for themselves or for companies and in 2020 97 percent of all marketing professionals include social media as part of their marketing plan yeah. oh. so I, I heard you talk about this earlier david it really it's about integration Exactly. And, and so that's really important. But when you have professional marketers, 97% of them incorporating social media, that's a pretty good message that you should have uh, that as part of your marketing strategy. I guess that's me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm listening to this and my eyes are kind of like, oh, okay, I think I'm getting it. I think I'm getting it. Well, one, th one, one thing we're doing, too, because we're talking about what's important, what the client wants to hear. And, and if you're a small business owner, you are a potential client of, yeah. of, uh, of Dave and Andrews here. And one thing that he's offering is a $10 Starbucks card. If you will just text in what you want to hear what what information do you want him to talk about what answers do you want so all you have to do is text him and he will send you a $10 Starbucks card and if we use your question then he's going to send you a $50 visa credit a visa credit card that you can use on whatever you want. Because I care. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm digging around here. It's like, oh, there's the phone number. It's two I got paper all over that my house looks like this. 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. And that's for that $10 Starbucks card, just to give your opinion of what you'd like them to talk about. Andrew, you have all kinds of interesting things about Stat Counter and HubSpot and all this. 
I have no idea what that is. Well, they're, they're data sources, data aggregators. And in, in the case of HubSpot, um, they offer a suite of services to integrate um, a lot of the, the digital marketing that you do. But that information really uh, is informative to our listeners. Um, little things like the, the length of a headline in a post. Uh, some people write very long headlines mm-hmm. or too short. Um, the best practice is five words. Five words, yeah. Yeah, five-word headlines. So you want to keep it short. Another thing that's fascinating – oh, by the way, uh, this just came up this morning when I was preparing for the show – is that we had a dramatic increase in social media posting and consumption in April, right after we all got shut mm-hmm. inside. Yep. And yep. so we saw the numbers really go. So if social media is not part of your plan, it really should be because it's, it's really hot right now. But another best practice here is um, how many characters. So when we work with clients uh, and when Dave and I are working together with his clients, They'll do posts that are way, way too long. Right. Mm. And um, the best practice is to have a post that is 80 characters or less. Now, those characters include the spaces. I know that because Dave, Digital Dave, <laughs> taught me that. But, I mean, the average word in English is 4.7, right? Or it has 4.7 letters in the word. So you're literally talking about short posts, you know, less than 15 words. And the idea is that... Uh, with those shorter posts, the engagement goes up. Mm. In fact, there are studies that say if your post is 80 characters or less, the engagement goes up by 88%. And engagement's a very important metric, isn't it? Dave? Oh, it, it's critical. It's critical because if, if you just throw posts out there and nobody ever looks at them, nobody likes them, nobody follows you, then what's the point? The right. whole point is to uh, gain more followers, gain more likes, and as a result of that, ultimately connect with more people. And you, I want to ask you something. You know, the this whole idea of short headlines and 80 characters or less. My experience, and I'd like to see if this is your experience, my experience is that it's a lot harder. It takes a lot more thought, a lot more effort to write something short and meaningful than it is to write something Mm -hmm. long and drawn out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it forces you to get your key message across in using very few words. Uh, You can free write, and that's not hard to Mm -hmm. do at all. But you are so right, Digital Dave. Those shorter messages and posts, they really do take some thought. Well, it's like writing a commercial. In 30 seconds, look how much you can accomplish. You get paid for what you don't write. Right. And a 30-second commercial, you know, only has about 80 words in it. Mm-hmm. So, but no, that's that's a really important, I completely agree with you, Dave. And I know that you also talked about in an earlier segment um, how frequently you should um, Yes. How frequent you do posts. And I'm so with you on that. The same data that I'm sharing, some of these statistics also suggest that um, you should be posting. Um, well, the ideal is three times a week. And so what I always tell our clients is you've, you've got to absolutely do at least one post a week minimum. Yes. And, and so that's just otherwise you're not going to have people. Uh, engage with you, and you're never going to be considered a thought leader, which is exactly part of the. That's part of the benefit of social media posting, and, and that's part of the branding. That's part of what the branding uh-huh. you're doing in your business. You want to be positioned in your business. Each one of us does to be somebody that's looked at as a as an expert in the field who knows not only what people.
people should do, but if you don't have that service that you're providing, you want to know where to find that information. That, again, goes back to finding good information out there on the Internet and other social media platforms to share with people. Absolutely. Uh, there is a lot of data that, that demonstrates that well-managed brands do much better in terms of profitability, uh, shareholder, uh, stock prices than those that are not well-managed. And social media is a great opportunity and a free opportunity to really do a better job at brand management. I know you also talked about uh, boosting, and I, I really believe in boosting. Like yep. you said, it's yep. less expensive. And one of the, the suggestions that we have for our clients is that every time you do a post, and hopefully you're doing it at least once a week, check out the reach, check out the, engage, the engagement. Like Dave said, yep. it's the most important mm -hmm. metric. Check out the engagement. And if you do a post that has a significantly higher um, percentage of engagement than, than some of your other posts, then that is your that is your direction to boost that post. Exactly. Because it's already a hot topic. Take what works and make it work better for you. Exactly. Leverage it. Absolutely. Exactly. Great way to expand your reach and your audience, et cetera. And I want to throw in a hot topic, too, and that is just to remind folks that um, you guys really do care what the businesses want to hear, what they what information they want to learn about uh, regarding Absolutely. the websites and the businesses. And so if it's you because will, their opinion matters, exactly. <laughs> their opinion matters, yeah. not mine. Your, yours doesn't leave, but theirs does. Well, I've known that all my life. So, <laughs> but but you will get a ten dollars Starbucks card if you will just take the time to text in to where's that number i keep losing that here it is two five three nine zero six two seven zero five ten dollar starbucks card just for doing that to say here's what i'd like to learn about here's what here's a topic i'd like you to discuss and if they use that it's if we you they if, if us guys use it it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh was that that was politi politically incorrect i call myself a guy too bad um, <laughs> you get a fifty dollar visa uh credit card you can use any way you like so i just just wanted to throw that in there because you guys really do care what well folks want to hear about. Dave is practicing uh, voice of the customer. He's he's getting voice of the customer data, and mm -hmm. it's very informative because he doesn't do this show for him. He does it for our listening audience, and so that's why I think uh, that's a brilliant practice. Have you done studies about when's the best time to do things? Um, you know, it, like yes. a time of day or whatever. And it's fascinating, and it's different for different platforms. But I'll use the number one platform, which is Facebook. And the current trends are saying Wednesday is the best day of the week hmm. to post. That's when you're going to get the most attention. And um, if you make those posts between 1 and 4 p.m. Now, three months ago, the, the hot hour was 11 a.m. So these things change uh -huh. with some frequency. So but, how do they know what that – I mean, you know that because you study it. How would the other person other than, I guess, talk to Digital Dave here and yeah, ask, how you, would they you know? You just got to call up Dave and say, Dave, what, what's the trend? Okay. Absolutely. All right, all right, all right. I, that's what I do. I call well, and, them all the time. <laughs> and that's a lot of what we do in our business is track. And that's, I mean, uh, Andrew is data driven. We, this is, these are the things we do in our businesses. Mm -hmm. We track what the current trends are because there's a lot of people who are using social media as an example that are doing it exactly right for 2018. Mm. But exactly right for 2018 is not right for 2020. Mm. Exactly. I mean, there's been a few things that have happened since then, right? Yeah, exactly. So what about Google? Um, Google is a great way to get secondary data. And, um, you know, you could literally, our audience could type in, uh, 
what is the best time to post on Facebook or Instagram. It's interesting. Hmm. The numbers on Facebook are slightly declining, and at the same rate, they're increasing for Instagram. Exactly. Instagram's targeting a little bit of a younger demo. But you know, also it depends on, because we have business owners listening to this show, right. are you a B to C that means you're a business selling to consumers, mm. or are you B2B? You're a business selling to businesses, like, like Dave's company. And it does make a difference. Uh, LinkedIn is a very popular networking and business site. Um, most companies, though, uh, B2C, only about 50% of those companies actually have a LinkedIn profile, and they're using that. But if you look B2B, it jumps all the way up to 81%. So it matters what you're selling. It matters whom you're selling to. And then you kind of research the various platforms. And Google is a great way. In fact, uh, I don't know if we have time, but um, I know that there are um, integration apps you can use with Google Analytics exactly. to track your social media. So you might want to touch exactly. on that. And in fact, we're going to, in our next segment, we're going to talk a lot more about analytics that uh, both of these, all of these platforms will provide to show us exactly who is seeing them and how engaged they are, et cetera. So that'll be in our next segment. And, and that here, information okay. matters because you want to make sure you're getting as many eyeballs as possible on your posts. Exactly. And here's that music, bullying us. Well. <laughs> We're going to be back with Dave Parkhurst. Thank you so much, Andrew. Oh, my pleasure. Growth strategy, Chief Growth Strategist for Marketing Solutions. We'll be right back. You're listening to Marketing with Digital Dave. Search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising are all parts of the pathway to a successful business plan, and Dave Parkhurst, the digital wizard, has the experience to make it happen. Call or text Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. There's more to come right around the corner. There's obviously a business revolution going on right now, and many businesses are having a hard time adjusting. Hey, this is Andrew Ballard with Marketing Solutions, a frequent guest here on Marketing with Digital Dave. And yes, due to the pandemic, many businesses are trying to figure out how to pivot in this new business environment. And don't think that things are going to go back to normal. Most business owners are struggling and trying to pivot without a structured process, and that can be costly. Digital Dave has asked me to share a new service we are offering that is very timely. The solution for you just may be to follow our strategic pivot formula. Right now, we're offering a free remote console to demonstrate how our strategic pivot formula works and to determine if your business is a good candidate for a pivot. Don't procrastinate or hope for a miracle. Call Marketing Solutions today, 425-337-1100 to schedule your free consult. Once again, that's 425-337-1100. 425-337-1100. If you'd like to ask Digital Dave a question, it's time to jot down some numbers. You can text Dave anytime at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. And be sure to go to his website, digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz to get a copy of his show notes or to listen to a recording of today's show. And now, back to marketing with Digital Dave. And we are back with Digital Dave. I'm Lee Ryan. And Digital Dave is also known as Dave Parkhurst of Green Haven Interactive. And Dave, you have a pro tip of the week. 
I do. I do. One of the tools that Google makes available to us that a lot of people don't know about is something called Google Trends. Now, one of the things that's uh, interesting about Google is they make a whole bunch of free software, free analysis tools, et cetera, available to people. And I really think people ought to take advantage of. So what Google Trends does is it tells us uh, by almost any topic in the world what people are searching on by theme or by keyword. Mm. So first of all, for anybody that's writing things down, mm -hmm. if you go to trends, plural.google.com, it'll bring up a, a search bar. And in that search bar, you can type, type any tr anything you want, and it will tell you geographically by the, by the nation or even by the state or even by a metro area what how this uh, topic that you're thinking about, this theme you're thinking about, is trending over time. Uh, one of the, the ways that we've been using this in our business is as COVID-19 hit, the searches on, on anything related to COVID-19 and lockdowns and, and all of that shot way, way up. Now, mm. if people are searching on one thing, that means they're not searching on something else. So mm. everybody's got a certain amount of time in the day. They've got Now they've got more time in front of the computer these days because mm -hmm. a lot of people are locked down or because of their, they're working from home, et cetera. But this trend analysis tool from Google is very helpful if you're wondering, oh, well, my business is up, my business is down. I wonder if more people are searching on what I do or if less people are searching on what I do. And the way that Google presents it to you is over a period of time. So you can see if, for instance, in a number of the, the clients I worked with, the trends uh, towards businesses that people had to drive to, people weren't searching on that as much during COVID-19. And so they're wondering, well, why isn't anybody, you know, why, people, why is the phone not ringing? Because people aren't searching because they don't think they can come there. So if somebody w had a cleaning company, yes, and of course COVID-19 is a big deal, they would use the word COVID-19 a lot and maybe started out uh, COVID-19 cleaning practices, blah, 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 available, something like that? Well, you could use it, you could literally type in anything you want. Now, in general, the trend tool has um, is is mostly better with shorter phrases. It's, mm -hmm. it's interesting because the general Google search tool, uh, just your Google search bar, is generally better is getting better at doing full questions, longer what we called in a previous show long tail mm -hmm. uh, search, search search terms. You remember that one, long tail? Mm -hmm. I oh, do. Oh, see, you're going to be digitally pretty I'm soon. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited <laughs> for you. Uh, but the this trends tool typically works on a little bit broader themes. So so you might do, uh, you know, house cleaning or office cleaning, mm -hmm. and you can see how it has been responding during the last, say, six months. You can see, oh, it took a big dip in, in April, but came back in May. And then that helps you as a business owner then plan on, oh, well, uh, this last month we saw a big uptick in the amount of people searching on this topic. How do I need to adjust my marketing now that I know that people are searching on this topic? Now, I know one of the things that Andrew started talking about was best practices. He started getting into some of that. Yes. And this is something that you're fully uh, prepared to talk about as well. Let's let's hit on some of that. Absolutely. So, you know, it's it's not sufficient on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of the, the platforms just to throw random stuff up there. So the first best practice people need to, to really think about is having a plan. So the plan should include the different types of posts you're going to do, say, in a month or 
a quarter's period of time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post some informational posts. Maybe X, X percentage is going to be informational. Um, maybe 10% of my posts are going to be uh, uh, like uh, offers, coupons, specials, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe 10% of my posts are going to be things like testimonies. In other words, you need to come at the thing with a plan. Uh, anything you do on social media falls under the category of what we call in our business content marketing. You're using content to really build your brand, market your business, uh, help your clients to be better prepared to deal with the things they need to be prepared to deal with. So that's one of the best practices you really need to start with. Plan for how you're going to use your social media. Don't just sit down at five o'clock and say, oh, I think I need to post something for tomorrow. <laughs> Which is a lot of way people do it. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I was just thinking about when you were talking about having a plan, uh, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I would have no idea what to do. And I imagine that if you have a business, you might not know what to do either. And one of the things that Dave is offering is a digital marketing audit, and it is absolutely free. Uh, I mean, as far as time and all of that, we're looking at like around $1,500 worth of time he's going right. to put into this. So he's not just going to scan and just kind of peek at your website and say, yeah, good, bad. He's really going to go through it. And, you know, maybe you're getting all the business you need. And if you are, well, then I guess you don't need, Dave. But <laughs> I think most people could use a little more business. So if you're not sure if your website's doing what it should do, give Dave a call, 253-906-2705. Do not let all of this this wealth of information go to waste. It is a free assessment. Call 253-906-2705, or you can visit digitaldave.biz, digitaldave.biz. So now get back to what you were talking about. You betcha. You betcha. So one of the things that um, Facebook is, the way Facebook is oriented, and as Andrew said, it's still the the biggest platform, Mm -hmm. uh, is that you can have a profile on Facebook, a personal profile where you post information, but Facebook also allows you to create a business page. So you should have a business page on Facebook that is dedicated only to your business, and that's where you post your business content, your business information. Now, you do want to have a separate business page on Facebook and LinkedIn. Now, as Andrew rightly said, uh, LinkedIn is a a much more business-to-business type of platform than Facebook is, so it requires some some different tactics. And in fact, what we recommend to people is you don't necessarily know where, which kind of um, social media platform your all of your customers might be on. Some of them might be on Facebook. In fact, the older demographic uh, is Facebook is kind of an old person place now. Well, not, not really, but it's it's an older demographic than some of the other tools. Uh, Instagram is a place where a lot of people go to avoid the arguing that takes place on Facebook and Twitter about politics and, oh, you've and all been that. looking at my site, have you? Well, you know, it's everywhere these days. Uh. So Instagram tends to be a little bit more friendly, pro, or f- friendly place. So and sometimes people get overwhelmed with the amount of posting that they have to do to these various platforms to reach their different people. There are some wonderful tools that exist in the world. Andrew mentioned HubSpot. There's something called Hootsuite and TweetDeck. There's these various different tools that allow you to take some similar content and post it to multiple social media platforms all at the same time, and also to schedule your posts out. So if you come up with this plan that I'm talking about for your mm-hmm. social media posting, you can actually go in and say, say you're going to take uh, three or four hours on a day and you're going to schedule out the next two weeks of posts across all the different platforms you participate in. You can use a single tool to do that so that it actually happens in a more uh, efficient way for you and for your sort of your work schedule. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's another best practice that people that are getting serious about social media usually are going to engage in. This is an amazing amount of... <laughs> 
I mean, I, I'm just my head is spinning thinking about <laughs> having to come up with with a, a, a personal posts and business posts and and a little chit just to kind of keep people engaged. So yeah. so in essence, what you're doing is you're just kind of waving every once in a while. You're waving, saying, "Hey, I'm here. This is what I do. Uh, you, you have a reason to like me. Let me tell you about myself." So basically, you're just kind of making it's like the old fashioned when people used to walk down the streets and stop by and see people standing in their doors. And you're kind of coming out and standing in your doorway while people walk by. That's definitely a big social part of it. And then, and then the next part of that is then as people walk by your door, you're handing them a piece of information that you think would be interesting to them that they would benefit from they you're handing them a a this you're handing them a post so to speak maybe it's an article it's a news article think of the old uh, for for those that are old enough to remember clipping services you know mm-hmm. where you could actually get news articles sent to you that were out of all, you know a bunch of different newspapers that had to do with the topic you're interested in well that's a lot of what these posting across these various platforms can be is that kind of information but the other thing that's interesting about about social media and how this actually occurs is you don't want to just hand people the information and just you know don't do anything with it sometimes people will respond to that on your facebook or your instagram or or linkedin and say oh this is an interesting article that author said x y and z what do you think well one of the best practices is respond to people Mm-hmm. Engage with people. Have a conversation with people. Now you want to you want to respond in an authentic way. You don't want to say, "Hey, that's great," you know, or you, you you do want to respond in some kind of authentic way. But that is a that is a big best practice for how you engage with uh, people that are responding to your posts, liking your posts, etc. The other thing that people will do with your posts, and this can be a, a measure of success, is if somebody shares your post mm. to somebody else. So on Facebook, for instance, you have a business page and somebody shares your post. You, if you see that somebody shared your post and, and to somebody or somebody comes to your page and likes your post that is not a follower, not a friend, mm-hmm. then ask them to become a follower and a friend. Uh, I worked with one organization in Seattle that had uh, probably about 1,500 followers or so. And all we did, one of the major things we did, not all we did, one of the major things we did was we invited the people that liked the posts that we were doing to their Facebook business page to like their page. And it grew hundreds of percentiles in just a, in, a, in a few months. So invite people who like your stuff to like your page and to follow mm-hmm. you. And that's another way you expand your audience. So ask and ye shall receive. Ask and ye shall receive. It's a universal <laughs> principle. So how do you know if what you're doing is effective? Well, you know, that is really the the critical question, because whatever we do in marketing, in business, if we can't measure it, then what's the point? So each of these platforms, I'm just going to take Facebook, they provide something called insights on a business page. Hmm. So now, again, this is why you want to be posting your business information to your business page, not your personal profile. So on the insights page, you can get all sorts of analytic data. You can get all sorts of information about how many people engaged with your post in, in whatever period of time you're interested in, how many new likes you got in a certain period of time, how many new followers you got in a certain period of time, how many people watched the videos you post. In fact, part of your social media strategy should be using videos to post to these various social media platforms as well because videos on social media engage better than text on social media just like they do on your website. 
website. So the same advice I gave about websites and video is the same advice I'm going to give on social media and video. Use that on your page. You can see how many people followed your or, or watched your social media videos over a period of time. So that's another thing to make sure that you're, you're doing when you look at your insights. So there's a whole variety of these insights that are available to you on social media. When you see the, the posts that have been effective and you see the ones that have been ineffective, pay attention to which posts have gotten the most engagement and do more posts like that. And if you got a post, say you've got one post that has 10 times the engagement than your average post, well, then do more of this post that had a, a lot of engagement. So if you look at it, then you can you know repeat your success and adjust your tactics to not do the things that haven't been working well for you. Uh, and before we, the, the music, here it comes. Oh, wow. Um, what we want to do is uh, answer your questions. You've got a small business. You've got questions you want to ask. What you do is you give Dave a call at 253-906-2705 or you visit digitaldave.biz. If you're going to get a $10 uh, Starbucks card just for first 10 people, just for texting in. And a $50 Visa card if your suggestion is used. So, Dave, what are we going to talk about next week? Next week, we're going to talk about paid ads on Google and on Bing, actually paying for better search engine results through the ads. It's a, it's a fascinating topic and a way to get right to the top. Just got to pay Google some money. <laughs> Isn't that the way it always is? It comes down to money, doesn't it? Does it does come down to money. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure, and I'm learning lots and lots of stuff. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to use it, because I've got a little website that I, I want you to look at, in fact. I will look at it. Yeah, and we'll be back, 8 a.m. KVI You've been on listening Sunday. to the Digital Marketing Show with Dave Parkers from Greenhaven Interactive. If you'd like to contact Dave to arrange a free consultation or web audit, simply call Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. Or go online at digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz, where you'll also find show notes from today's program. Then be sure to join us again next Sunday morning at 8 for another edition of The Digital Marketing Show.